Hold on to your hats and buckle up as we enter a portal of transformation this week, starting with an aspect that has not happened in over 2,000 years. The nodes at 29 Aries Libra square Pluto in late Capricorn. I checked and I could not find a reference to this aspect. Even the last time Pluto was in Capricorn, which was in the mid 1700s. Why is this relevant? Because the great transformer Pluto meets up with the signs that represent action and balance at a time when we're in the great awakening and an exponentially powerful ascension cycle. This is transformation with a capital T. Now, it's not going to be all sweetness and light, and I do believe there will be some very tough times in the next few weeks as we continue to be faced with powerful energy downloads and big energy shifts. In fact, what's going to happen to you is your actions that are not grounded in your 5D creativity and are compelled by your 3D karma and soul trauma are going to be brought to your attention in ways you cannot ignore. What you do with this information is up to you, but it's not something you can push back to the back of your closet now. It's all right in front of us and it represents lifetimes of energy habits, trauma, and karma. And that's why this week's newsletter is all about the worms of karma and trauma. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. Now, I got the title for this article and podcast from research I did on U.S. legislation so I could write a course to the University of Phoenix, whose e-business program I wrote in the early 2000s. A few years after the Patriot Act was enacted, they had asked me to research and report on data safeguarding requirements under the Act. One of those requirements was called the WORM process, where WORM, W-O-R-M, stands for Write Once, Read Many. This process required that data could be written once and never changed, but it could be read unlimited times. Once you entered the data, it was permanently inscribed and could not be altered, but you could look at the data as many times as you wanted to. What an appropriate concept for how we process and handle our karma and trauma. We write it into our energy field once at the time it happened, and then we read it over and over again each time we're in a similar situation. If you want to create your joyful, high vibes life, you need to understand the worms of your karma and trauma and how to deal with them. Now is better than later and a lot better than never. How do you write karma and trauma into your energy field? 
Let me ask you a question. Do you remember the last time you had an interaction with someone in your life who has always been a source of irritation, annoyance, frustration, and anxiety? Read the July Energy Report and you'll read about one of mine. Are you afraid of recreating this behavior with each interaction? Do you dread talking to them because you know it's going to be another rehash of why you're a terrible, no good, bad, inept, untalented, unattractive, and unsuccessful person? Do you remember the first time they made you feel that way? You wrote that experience once into your energy field, and every time you think about, see, or talk to that person, that old data comes up. And that situation gets repeated and all the energy around it rises to the surface and starts eating away at your joy, peace, clarity, and peace of mind, heart, and spirit. What came first, the energy or the experience? In this lifetime, it's the energy. In past lifetimes, it's the experience. Now it's your turn. Think of someone in your life who's a challenge and what makes them challenging. Do you remember the first time it happened? Now, go farther back in your memory. Was there ever a time when you felt comfortable around them? Or did you always feel that you had something to prove with them, that they were a threat to you, that they were toxic or even dangerous? Welcome to your karma. Now that you know what this is and how it works, let's look at your worms of karma and trauma. We'll look at the past and at your hidden and not so hidden fears, anxieties, doubts, and challenges. Here we'll use what I call the miracle canceling words from my miracle mastery course and my book, 30 Days to Everyday Miracles. These words cancel your miracles because they are critical and judgmental, negative, and blaming. Words like never, should, could have, should have, did not, cannot, and others judge you for not doing something not making the right choices, decisions, or moves, taking action too late or too soon, missing opportunities, being afraid, not getting approval, and more. Does any of this resonate with you? How often have you heard those voices of blame, shame, guilt, condemnation, criticism, and judgment speak to you using your own voice? Write once, read many. Does that ring true for you? How many of us can remember the words of blame, criticism, and judgment that someone uttered just one time? Do you remember your first heartbreak and how you felt and maybe even what that person said to you? I certainly do. Of course you do. Those words and images are permanently ingrained in our energy field and they even have pride of place in our life. And they have a bad habit of popping up every time we venture into that unknown territory of new opportunities and potentials. We're wanting to explore new avenues of joy and seek out new pathways of charging forward to remind us of what didn't happen before, what could go wrong, how we messed up, how we could mess up, how we won't do it right, again, how we'll be judged, that humiliation is an option, and certain people will be unhappy or angry with our choices. And you can add your own criticisms here too. Now, we do have options, but first we have to understand our worms and how they function in our life. Because everyone has them. And just as an aside, this statement makes me laugh because I have been suggesting diatomaceous earth for over 15 years, and one of its benefits is parasite removal, intestinal parasite removal. 
And our energetic worms do exactly what physical parasites do. They undermine our energetic health and well-being. They silently siphon our energy and over time can cause some serious health problems. They are sources of hidden depletion of our energetic resources, and we don't realize how much damage they do until we get sick or something happens to us or we back ourselves into a corner and have to act, and then we realize how depleted we are. Now we can get to work on getting rid of the parasites, and I'm talking about the physical ones here. But as you'll know, if you've ever followed a parasite treatment protocol, it takes time. Most remedies taste terrible. And you have to follow several parasite treatment rounds to get rid of all the parasites. There is no way to get rid of parasites or worms easily or overnight. Any parasite treatment protocol takes several 30-day rounds of treatment. And getting rid of our energetic worms takes time too. We must pay attention to how we're using our energy, words, emotions, and what our beliefs are creating. We must also be aware of our inner critic messaging and our fears. The biggest problem in dealing with these energetically is that whatever caused the original energy trauma did happen, and it's written in our energy field permanently. No matter what we do, the event that caused this trauma did happen, and we have the energetic imprint and energetic memory as a constant reminder. And that, my friends, is the biggest problem with healing. We try to get back to zero on our energy timelines to wipe away all traces of trauma and energetic imprint. We want to go back to the place where it never happened, to that moment in time before the event so that we can be clear, unblemished, to have never experienced the original trauma and never experienced the pain. And it's from that unrealistic expectation of healing that we go through countless healing exercises, modalities, and different efforts because we want everything to be wiped clean. That is never going to happen. In fact, it's why I see so many people getting entangled with dishonest, unethical teachers who promise total healing and spiritual cleansing with big price tags. When we're stuck in the healing cycles created by the worms of our karma and trauma, we are vulnerable, susceptible. We want relief, a reprieve, and to get away as quickly and as easily as possible. We will believe what anyone tells us, cling to any potential or possibility, no matter how unrealistic or expensive it is, just so we can have some peace and joy, even briefly. It is why we don't question anyone's expertise or methods. We don't look beyond the glamour spells and magic and carefully filtered and edited videos. We want to become goddesses and empowered masters. We want to become the goddesses and empowered masters that these teachers pretend to be, even if the image, message, or person on which we've pinned our hopes of escape has no foundation in truth or reality. When you're in healing cycles like this, it's good to use discernment and to remember that your release from your karma and trauma worms comes from your own learning and intention, and that can't be granted, gifted, bestowed, or done by anyone else. Be aware that anyone using fancy words and terms who promises to heal you or to try to teach you how to magically become somebody else or embody archetypes is preying on your vulnerability. 
And anyone who claims to be able to clear out your energy or shift your energy and return you to a pristine energetic state is being quite dishonest with you. Also avoid people who focus on soul energetics or healing because your soul doesn't need healing. It needs your energetic congruence to create the divine harmony that it holds for you. Above all, avoid anyone who can make you believe that they can return you to a pristine energetic state, achieving that zero point on your energy timeline. That is impossible and it's why if this is your situation, no matter how many programs, courses, or classes you take, no matter how many teachers, gurus, healers, energy workers, or divas you encounter, you'll never feel like you are truly healed and whole. You will never feel clear, happy, joyful, and at peace. Because you're trying to wipe away all traces of the energetic worms you've accumulated across many lifetimes, instead of evolving through them, attempting to erase the trauma instead of rising above it, believing that the solution is to eradicate the karma rather than use it as a stepping stone to create another level of awareness. The secret lies in understanding the core karmic energies and becoming energetically sovereign over them. Once you experience trauma, it's written in your energy field. It is indelible and permanent. Do you remember the example I've used before of the frying pan that I have that I like, but whose handle always gets hot? Every time I use that frying pan, which I really like, it's a great size, it's well built, and I, I like the shape, and I like this, I just like the pan. I remember the first time I burnt my hand on the handle rather badly. But instead of getting rid of the frying pan, which I really like, I just put a silicone sleeve on the handle each time I use it. That way, I don't have to worry about burning my hand while I'm using my favorite frying pan or wondering whether the handle's hot. The original trauma message, the worm, write once, read many, was burning my hand on the handle. The repeat is remembering that incident every time I use the frying pan. And rising above it is putting a silicone cover on the handle the minute I put it on the stove. Even if the handle gets hot, and it will, I don't have to worry about burning my hand. Now it's your turn. Think of a worm, an energy trauma that you have, some kind of energy trauma that is imprinted on your energy field. Remember, worm stands for write once, read many. So it's the constant messages you replay in your mind over and over again. It was written in your energy field once and you read it over and over again. You have two choices here and they actually work together. They're not discriminate. You can stop reading and replaying these messages and or you can turn them into something else, more fulfilling, and more aligned with your intention than with your pain and trauma. Think back to your childhood. Here, I'm gonna give you some examples I've heard from my clients. And you may even get into the hidden secret, unexplained fears and traumas you have from past lives. They're all participating in your energy imprints. Let me share a couple with you. I've shared this one before. So my mother is incredibly afraid of water. She's afraid of drowning and has been all her life. And my mother is 86 years old. Well, when she was, I don't think she was seven or eight, she nearly drowned in the water outside of Mont Saint-Michel in Normandy in France. And it was so traumatic that she has been afraid of water ever since. She can't swim. 
somehow her husband managed to get her on a boat to take a cruise, although I'm not really sure how, except the boat was really really big, and I'm sure she wore her life jacket the entire time. But she refuses to get anywhere near water because of her fear of drowning. Another one of my clients, who was a public speaker, had a terrible fear of getting on stage. Now, this is how she made her living. She would go through terrible stage fright before she could speak on a stage. And it was becoming so debilitating that she came to me to help her figure out what had happened to her. Well, we did figure it out. One time when she was in grade school, she must have been eight or nine years old, she had to do some kind of speaking on stage. And she was so nervous that she actually wet her pants on stage. Of course, humiliating herself. Everybody in the school talked about it. And from that moment, she had this trauma of speaking on stage and being humiliated. Now, I find this often too. My clients will literally pick a career or some kind of professional job that mirrors their most difficult karma or the thing in life that they are most afraid of or that they have the biggest trauma about. Another one of my clients, and this is a rather sad story. This is one of the very first live events that I did. I did some in-person readings and she came to me. And I remember when she walked in the room, I have written about this story in my book, Ascending into Miracles. I remember when she walked in the room, I was just immediately struck by the energy of children she had around her. I could see dozens of children around her. And she sat down and I said, wow, you have so much child energy around you. How many children do you have? And she burst into tears. And she said, I have no children. My husband and I have tried to have children for years. We spent thousands of dollars on uh, artificial methods. I just cannot get pregnant. So I looked at her and we talked for a minute and I said, okay, I'm going to tell you why you don't have children. And it really has nothing to do with what you did today, but it has a lot to do with something that happened in a past life. And she had been a woman in a small village. She had a lot of children, six or eight children, and was a wonderful mother. She had a wonderful life. She had a great husband. They just had this great life. And she loved her children. She was so happy in that lifetime. And then there was one winter, some kind of flu or some kind of illness, and her children died one by one. She could not save them. And as she held her last child who was dying in her arms, she swore she would never have children again. She was never put herself through that sadness again. She would never experience that level of pain again. So fast forward to this lifetime where she's feeling this need. She's feeling this energy of children around her. She wants to have children and she just can't. Her body simply will not let her because she made what I call a vow to herself to protect herself from the pain of losing a child. And she just simply can't get pregnant. And I told her this story. I could feel her energy clearing, her face cleared. And she said, now I understand why as much as I want to have children, my deepest fear is that they die and that I won't be able to survive it. So she dealt with that. We did some energy work. She did deal with it. And guess what? She finally had children. She had several children. And naturally, she didn't have them artificially. I could share dozens of stories with you like that. And if you read my book, Ascending into Miracles, A Path of Spiritual Mastery, there's a section in there on these kinds of what I call soul contracts. 
and soul promises. But also in my book, 30 Days to Everyday Miracles, I also share stories of how clients overcame these seemingly impossible situations in their lives. Coming back to our discussion about the write once, read many worms, those energy parasites in your life, forget about any possibility of wiping them away. That simply won't happen. They are permanent energetic imprints that have been with you for lifetimes, and they aren't going anywhere. But rather than having them act like parasites and draining you of your joy, your life force, your peace, success, well-being, and happiness, they become resources for expansion, ascension, achievement, realignment, and new paradigms of potential. This is beyond healing and wholeness. It's the paradigm of evolution and ascension that I've been teaching since 2008, and it's called energetic congruence. This is a state of energetic alignment where our energetic intention acts as templates for how we use our worms to create divine harmony, energy flow, where the energy not doesn't just fit together, it actually works together. It's a template for how we use our worms and any other experience we've had in our current and past lifetimes, no matter how good or bad they are. Every experience becomes a resource for the fulfillment of our intention, rather than the reason our intention will not succeed. Every experience becomes a tool we can use to expand our joy and well-being, rather than limiting them. Every energy experience, and especially the traumatic ones, become the red flags which remind us of where we do not want to tread if we want to have joy. Like the orange traffic cones that warn us of danger on the road, these worms become place markers for areas that we want to avoid if we want to maintain an upward trajectory into greater levels of fulfillment instead of continuously seeking new modalities that will put a bottom to the dark abyss of our energy trauma. Understanding our core energies, the foundation of our karma, allows us to understand the energy parasites that drain our joy and keep us mired in the belief that something's wrong with us, that we're not good, smart, beautiful, or enough to succeed in any way. What messages do you create from your trauma that is a parasitic drain on your joy? And if you're familiar with the topic of parasitic drains, it works in cars too. So one time, not that long ago, I noticed that I would get into my car and my battery was dead. And I had just replaced the battery. So I drove my car out to AutoZone where the auto places. I had them check my battery and they said, nope, your battery's fine. There's nothing wrong. If you're experiencing this, you could have a parasitic drain. And I said, well, well, what's that? And they said, well, it's when one of your fuses or something goes bad in your car or one of the system components goes bad and it drains your battery. Well, the only way to check it is to literally unplug every single fuse or unplug everything that could possibly be draining it or to figure out what the source was. Well, I'd noticed that I had been leaving my phone charger plugged in my car. Now, I have left my phone charger plugged in for years and it was never a problem, but maybe the fuse that operates the charger has a problem. So, I did a little experiment. I charged my battery up. It was nice and charged. I drove my car around a little bit, made sure that the battery was charged. And I did not plug in my phone charger. Tried to start my car the next day. It started just fine. So that night, 
I plugged in my phone charger. Now, while I was at the auto store, I bought a battery charger. It's a little handheld battery charger that's good for one big charge. So I made sure that I would be able to charge up my battery. So I plugged in my phone charger at night, left it overnight. The next day, go to start my car, the battery's dead. Aha, I found the parasitic drain. So what did I do? I make sure that my phone charger is not plugged in when I'm not in the car and driving around because I don't need it anyway, so that it doesn't drain my battery. This is what I mean by using this energy trauma, these worms, the memory of our energetic trauma in a better way. Instead of draining our energy, we use it to set new paradigms to do things differently. Understanding your core energies, the foundation of our karma, allows us to understand the energy parasites that drain our joy and keep us mired in the belief that something's wrong with us, that we are not good enough or smart enough or beautiful or enough to succeed in any way. What messages do you create from your trauma that is a parasitic drain on your joy? You know what they are. You repeat them to yourself over and over again, often daily, but especially when you decide to set new intentions, to reach for joy, to become a higher expression of your energetic potential. You don't need more healing. You need to do a worm cleanse and use that energy to expand your joy instead of limiting it. You need to understand your karma and its core energies and transform those into something more fulfilling and life enhancing. And if this has given you a great visual to work with, that's fantastic. I would rather see you learn to use your energy in new ways than to spend your time, energy, and money in endless healing cycles, taking new courses, programs, modalities, and other forms of short-term cosmetic energy cover-ups that don't offer you any long-term benefit. Or listening to people who tell you you can have it all if you take their next program and who dazzle you with the glamour magic of their designer lifestyle and telling you that this is your reward too. It's not. Get rid of the energy parasites. Get rid of the worms. Use your own energetic tools and resources, many of which you've learned from me, to create expansion from those things that limit your energy flows And you can create your own pathway to joy by limiting the ability of your trauma and karma to rule and run your life and to dictate how you use your energy. The forces within you, turn it on and rise up. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.